following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I'm your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 AM. And of course, you can check us out on WNRI.com, Facebook Live, and Spotify as well. Just have to search for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to thank you for tuning in on this November 7th election day. Hopefully everybody went out and voted. Um, we have <clears throat> some important uh, elections out there. That being said, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the show, what's going on in the marketplace. Everything, it, it's still, you know, we're... The market is still solid. We're on solid ground, but it is transitioning. And we're transitioning to a what has typically been a normal market. Uh, it's taking a little bit longer for homes to sell. Now, of course, there are some homes that sell quickly. Um, there are some homes that will sell over asking price, but many other homes, um, you know, the average home takes the average amount of time, which is now well on its way to two months. Uh, on the market. So um, it's a little bit of a reality check for some sellers. Sometimes they think they're going to put their home on the market and it's going to sell like the, the headlines were remarking a year ago, two years ago, where homes went on the market and sold quickly. Um, you know, I was talking with a colleague today. You know, he did an open house about uh, three months ago at this particular property and there were 30 people came to the open house. In the ensuing three months, the, the house did go under agreement, but then due to financing, it fell apart. So it's coming back on the market. The house actually appraised at more than the asking price, so the price stayed the same. But they didn't open house, and they had no one show up. So what is different between now, where no one is showing up at an open house, and three months ago, where there were 30 people who showed up at the same open house. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, the big difference is there's a lot more uncertainty, not just in the market, but there's more uncertainty in society today, in the headlines. You know, the real estate market, the housing market drives the economy at large. And it's very much... Um, real, it very much it relies on psychology. If people think it's a great time to buy a house, 
by and large, it's a great time to buy a house. If for something, if something is giving them pause, it maybe it's not a good time to buy a house, or I don't know if it's a good time to buy a house. People will tap the brakes and they will be much more circumspect and take their time before putting an open an offer in on a, on a property. Some folks will continue to move along quickly and buy houses quickly, but the average person is taking longer. If it's the headlines about political stuff, headlines about uh, you know the wars in the world, headlines about uh, government spending, government shutdown, I mean, believe me, I, I, there is a lot out there that can make the consumer who stays informed, that can make the consumer say, you know what, I don't know what's going on. You know, they've been predicting a recession for a couple of years, and, and um, they're still saying, reporters are still asking people, is there still a risk of recession? Which, one way to look at it is, well, we haven't had a recession yet. But the other way to look at it is, well, they're still asking if there's a recession. That means people must be concerned about it. And that is uh, the reality that we're in right now. Um, just put the news on, national news, local news. There are a lot of things out there to give the average consumer pause about proceeding with buying or selling a home. Okay. Uh, today, I want to share this with you because today I, I had the, the good fortune to go to... Oh, wait, we have a caller here. Hold on one moment. Let's see. Hello, caller. Hello, Joe. Yes, hello. Joe, I was uh, listening to the stock market channel the other day. Uh-huh. And they were saying that, uh, I wonder if you could confirm this, uh, they were saying that new home sales mm -hmm. are on the rise, mm -hmm. increasing, while existing homes are dipping. Yep. Would you put any uh, concrete... Uh, yeah, I, existing home sales are definitely dipping. Um, and new home sales, you know, we in this part of the country, especially in Rhode Island, we're a small state. We do not have a lot of new home sales. Like if you go to other parts of the country, they will have a new development that's like 1,000 homes, 5,000 homes. And that's not the case here. So if we have new home sales that are increasing, they may not make as big of an impact um, but nationwide, and that's what that, that news report was referring to, um, new home sales compared to existing home sales are definitely higher. And, you know, what I don't want to get, you know, too much in the weeds, but there a lot of that has to do with um, ways that developers can structure the financing and offer... Um, they can offer enticements to buyers where their interest rate on the mortgage will be lower for the first one, two, three, or four years. Um, most sellers and most realtors are unaware of how to structure that, so they don't offer that to their to their um, their clients. You know that, but that is something that um, you know is an option for existing homes. But it's definitely something that helps new homes. Uh, new development to sell more quickly. And more homes have been getting built, so more homes are coming on the market and selling because we still have a housing shortage in this country. So, mm. yep. Okay, Joe. All right. Hey, I appreciate your thoughts, Joe. Yeah, my pleasure. Very much. Okay, thank you. Okay, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you very much for that uh, very thoughtful question, very observant listener. 
wondering why why there is a disparity between the sales rates of new homes, new construction, and existing homes, resale homes. Okay, um, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why is because the builders can offer enticements to buyers uh, so that they can get a lower interest rate. Now, l- interest rates have gone up significantly, as I was saying earlier, with regard to um, that open house that uh, my colleague did and, you know, had 30 people three months ago and this past weekend had zero people. You know, the interest rates are a big part of that because every time the interest rate goes up, it's that much less home that the average person can buy. And going to my Mortgage News Daily trustee website, the 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 7.46%. Now, folks, that 7.46% is for people, that's top-tier credit, okay, prime mortgage rate. If you have dings on your credit or you're buying a condominium or you're buying an investment property or it's a second home or a vacation home, that rate will be even higher um, unless, you know, you're able to buy it down. FHA, 30-year FHA, 6.82. 30-year VA, 6.83. A 30-year jumbo, 7.82. So this is the closest that we've seen interest rates uh, to the 8% uh, barometer that, um, and I can't remember in how long, probably 20 years or so. Um, 8% is the historical average for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Okay. so rates have gone up. Okay, they've been trending up for the past several months and they are definitely higher now than they were over the summer. So every time they go up, it's that much less house that someone can afford. And one of the things, um, that's just one of the things that makes it more difficult for people to buy homes. And then the other one, as I said, is the psychological aspect of it where people feel that they don't have a, a definite answer if this is a good or bad time to buy a home. Okay, so it is a little bit, um, a little bit of a challenging time. But I wanted to touch base and talk about uh, this conference that I went to today. It was here in Providence, um, and it is a. It's called RI Global. It's a global business conference. Uh, it started yesterday, today, and and uh, concludes tomorrow. And this is, I have to say, I was very impressed with the, how many people came to this conference in little old Providence from literally all over the world. We had people from all over Asia, all over Europe, Africa, um, and of course the Americas as well. And these were people who came here because the purpose of this conference was to increase the visibility of Rhode Island on a global level. And this is something I'm somewhat passionate about because we started, we, the Rhode Island Association of Realtors, back when I was president and the year before and for a few years afterwards, marketing Rhode Island to the global business community. And if you've been listening to this show for several years, you'll remember I pointed out how even if you're from Rhode Island and you're looking at a map of the United States, you have to squint your eyes to look and find Rhode Island on the map. And it's a little, you know, dot here in Europe, Africa, or Asia, you would not even know to look here. But we have, there are a lot of things that we do and the quality of our life and the, the workforce that we offer that's very attractive 
to folks from around the world. You know, we have a good educational level. We have a very good workforce as far as skills. You know, I remember 15, 20 years ago, we were lacking in that area, and that is no longer the case. Um, one of the things that our governor does is he's very passionate about increasing the wages of Rhode Islanders. And this is something I learned this today from his director of um, the Department of Labor, Matt Weldon. And I wish that that is some, were something that more people knew about. You know, this is the governor's number one priority. And that's very good because um, when wages go up, they usually go up for a reason. And that means the skill level of the workforce is increasing. And that's something that these companies in other parts of the world that are looking to do business here, they prefer to do business in uh, where, where there is a population that has a higher skill set, skill level. They prefer to locate their business or their distribution center or their manufacturing center where there is access to uh, air, train, surface transportation, and marine travel. We have all of that here in Rhode Island. You know, you can take uh, a one-hour drive and you're up in Boston. You can, once you get to Boston, you can do business up there. Or you can jump on a plane and you're in Europe in five hours. You can drive a few hours to New York City and you have all of that access to all, that whole population. Um, and it's a lot less expensive to do business here. And the quality of life here is very good. You know, one of the speakers today who spoke after Mayor Brett Smiley, the mayor of Providence, he was saying how, you know, he lives in Providence and he really loves it here and he sees the value, the quality of life, um, and the educational opportunities, um, and that is something that a lot of times people that are native to us um, forget about. We just look at the, neg the negatives, you know, and the positives are things that we neglect, you know, access to museums, universities, restaurants. Um, again, our surface transportation, we, it's very easy to get around because we have awesome highways. Okay? These are things that make it very attractive for businesses and companies. You know, I, uh, some of the folks that were there today, um, they offer talent global they offer talent on a global level. So if you're looking for someone to, um, you need this type of an engineer or you need someone with this type of experience agriculturally, there are places in the world that have folks and that can benefit us here or they could export their products to here. Um, you know, one of the things that I saw today was just, um, I met some people that were talking about uh, sustainable forestry. Okay. And... There are many ways that people in other parts of the world are looking to uh, establish sustainable poverty eradication with farming, okay? And there are a lot of opportunities there with tree planting, microfinance education that they have uh, access to and that we can learn from. And we're actually starting to implement a lot of these here in this country, you know, a lot of the training, uh, the um, 
um, when, when people apprenticeship jobs, you know, not just in the trades, but in other jobs as well. These are things that we are offering here in Rhode Island, and it's modeled after systems that they have in Europe and a lot of the countries in the uh, EU, the European Union. And, you know, Joe, why are you talking about this? This is a real estate show. Well, the reason I want to talk about this is because a lot of times we Rhode Islanders and Southern New Englanders, we kind of get bummed out about the quality of what we're offering to other compared to other states in this country. And there are a lot of things that we have that we should be proud of. And there are a lot of people that are working here who are proud and they're trying to make things better. And we have the blue economy, which is, you know, uh, everything that's happening in, in, in the ocean, in the marine world. Okay. We have the green economy. Everybody knows what the green economy is. But, you know, when we're basically at the forefront of growth in the green economy and the blue economy and little old Rhode Island, you know, because we're so small, we can use that to our advantage because we can be like an incubator for these small businesses to see if they can scale up in a state like Rhode Island before they export their idea or before the idea is fully imported into this country from somewhere else. Okay, one of the gentlemen who was there today, his name was Michael, and uh, he's um, he from Andalusia, and he was saying, you know, America is great. The U.S. is great because we have such a strong economy. We have so many people. Our cultural diversity is so exceptional that almost anything that someone from another country invents and brings to this country can be sold. There's a market for it here. Okay? So... That is the type of thing. If there is a new type of, of um, farming, okay, that was, you know, uh, ancestral farming is a term that I picked up today. You know, that, that can be brought into this country to help make us more productive and also uh, do, do that while using fewer chemicals, okay? We can make land more productive by changing the seeds that we plant, the strains of wheat that we plant. Now, all of a sudden, you can plant these crops on lands that may not be the most fertile, but these, these crops don't need fertilizer. Okay? And the, because the, they are so... Um, resistant to fluctuations in the weather and um, they just they propagate they just they grow really prolifically these are the types of things that could make life better here could make food less expensive and simultaneously increase um, you know our, our sensitivity to the environment Okay, so we can become more green while feeding people, giving people more of an opportunity uh, to turn pieces of land that may not have been, um, you know, appropriate for agriculture. Now it can be used for that. Okay. Um, you know, the way milk is processed. I mean, there was a company there, Artesana, okay, um, and their motto is the way milk is supposed to be. All right. So 
these are things that can be brought into this country that we can try it out and see we collectively see if it's something that there's a market for here that people could use and produce and consume in an environmentally conscientious way. All right, because, you know, that's that's what a lot of this is about. I mean, we have a great economy. We have a great population. Uh, we're, we're politically stable compared to other countries. And these are all things that make the United States, the U.S., as they call us, attractive for foreign investment. On that note, I want to take a quick break. I want to thank our sponsors of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster, Vern does a great job taking care of property owners. He works for you, the property owner, not the insurance company. 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. Uh, if you think you have a claim that's two years or less, that happened two years or, or, or more recently than two years ago, give Vern Rainville a call, the public insurance adjuster, 484-300-8495. I also want to thank our sponsor, Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon Title and Escrow, the go-to closing and title company for Joe Luca Realtor. We do a great, we send all of our business there, commercial, residential, buyers, sellers, they do a fantastic job. And um, of course, Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank, Don Miller, 401-241-9676. Can't go wrong with Don. He's a very thorough, former educator, and he approaches the lending business the same way. He's very thorough. He's very communicative. Does a good job. And then, of course, we have GMET's Moving and Storage. George uh, and his team, they've been in the business. It's a a family business. They've been doing it for generations, literally. Um, They do a very good job at estimating when they go to your property, they can look at everything and they give you an estimate and it's ironclad. If you don't want to do it that way, you can go to their website, gmetsmovingandstorage.com, and you can provide all the information on the website and book your move. Easy peasy, gmetsmovingandstorage.com. Uh, easy peasy to schedule your move and it will be less expensive than you think, I guarantee you. Okay, Um, so if you have any uh, need to move furniture, to relocate, anything like that, GMETS Moving and Storage. Check them out at GMETSMovingAndStorage.com. Okay, so getting back to the Rhode Island Go Global Business Conference today. So, you know, this is just something, it's a great, it was really great to see all of these people from around the world coming to Providence hoping to transact business, to develop relationships with people who want to do business outside of the country. All right? So if you're ever having some doubts about Rhode Island, southern New England, and what we're doing, all you have to do is reach out. Go to the, you know, uh, Commerce Department for the state of Rhode Island. Uh, we have a lot of services that we offer to entice people to locate here. We have collaborations between Brown University and URI, Engineering Department at Brown University, and the Marine Biology Department at, um, at the University of Rhode Island. They work together, and they're creating opportunities 
for businesses to prosper. Businesses can be born of this uh, academic collaboration. And then we have a nice private sector business. Okay. So if you have any uh, thoughts about that, um, don't hesitate to uh, give me a call. Sorry about that. My Don Miller just gave me a quick call. Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank, as I just said, 401-241-9676. If you have any needs, give him a call. And then, of course, GMET's Moving in Storage, gmetsmovinginstorage.com. They'll help you out, whether you're moving from Woonsocket to Westerly or from Rhode Island to Florida or just moving furniture from one side of the house to the other side. uh, They can help you out. So getting back to now the real estate market. So residential real estate, it's still solid. We know based on the call that we just had uh, from our listener that the new home construction, new home sales are ticking upwards. But existing home sales are ticking downwards. And we know why that is, okay, because of the financing enticement that builders are offering to the buyers. We do not um, have that, by and large, on the other side of the ledger with the existing home sales. Okay, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes the sellers cannot uh, offer that to prospective buyers. So it takes a little bit longer for these homes to sell. Okay. You know, I, I know that... Um, I was talking with some colleagues today, and uh, it, it's just there are a lot of things that are popping up in the business that are very reminiscent of where we were, um, where we were probably 10, 15 years ago. So things are just, it's not smooth sailing. Everything, you know, goes on the market quickly and then sells quickly. You know, there are more financing challenges. Um, you know, we're fortunate in that the unemployment rate is still very uh, strong. You know, the number of people working is um, could be a little bit more robust. But we have people working, people that as long as the, the unemployment rate remains strong, they'll continue to be able to buy homes. It's a certain percentage of the population that's always moving either for jobs, uh, marriages, divorces, deaths, things like that. So there are always people who are moving. But if it's a smaller number of people that are moving or the dynamics um, takes longer, even though there are still more buyers than sellers, it's not going to be the exceptional turnover that we experienced previously. Okay, I mean, perfect example. I have a, a listing, and it's un, uh, under contract. Uh, it's a commercial property, and the buyer wanted to use it for one thing after they purchased it, but then they changed, and now they want to use it for something else. So we need to restructure the purchase contract so that the seller will be able to deliver the property in, so that the buyer can build or redevelop it as he wants to. Okay, so that's going to take time. So why this normally may have been a 45 or 60 day closing, it's a small commercial property. 
Now it's probably going to be three or four months. Okay, and that's if everything goes well, which the town uh, where this is located seems to be pretty receptive to that. But what I try to do for my, you know, and my part of my business, I like to get all of my ducks lined up ahead of time. So before, uh, when the seller, excuse me, when the buyer mentioned that he was changing what he wanted to do, I reached out to the town to find out what it was they would be looking to, they would be receptive to as far as a redevelopment on this property. So I had that information ahead of time. Then I spoke to the buyer to see if that's something he would be willing to accept. And then he was. And then I had to go back to my seller and explain, okay, this is what the buyer wants to do. This is what the town will allow. They're both reading from the same piece of music. So I think this is uh, you know, a transaction that we should pursue and uh, move things along. So everybody is on the same page. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but uh, who knows, there may be something else that comes up because, again, rates start to, when rates increase, if interest rates continue to increase, which I'm not sure that they're going to be increasing significantly, um, you know, that, that may delay things even more, may slow things down a little bit more. We're also getting into the holiday season. All right. Sometimes there is an uptick in commercial deals. People need to sell properties before the end of the year. Um, but on the residential side, that, you know, Sometimes things slow down. Not sometimes. They do slow down around the holidays. Okay. Um, the average days on market in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and nationwide every month, it's increasing. The number of sales is decreasing, and that's because there's fewer homes for people to buy. But what a good thing is, uh, we're not seeing the reduction in home values that people were predicting. Okay? We're not seeing the reduction in home values that people were predicting. So, if you're in a home, all good. If you're looking to buy a home, it's still better to own a home and pay a mortgage than it is to be paying rent. Because even at uh, 7 point, what was it, 8.2% for a 30-year jumbo mortgage... That's a heck of a lot lower than 100% interest, which is what you're paying when you're renting. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the listings that I have. Uh, so we've got a very nice ranch, three-bedroom, two-full-bathroom ranch, uh, two-car garage. It's located in a fantastic neighborhood. Uh, were other well-maintained homes. It's an older home. It was built in the 1950s. Solid construction. Uh, good size. Hardwood floors under carpet, so they're all well-preserved. Um, this is in Johnston. And this is a $425,000 home. Okay. Need, it needs some updating. Yes, it does need some updating. But uh, it has a full walkout basement. So it could actually be an in-law or a teen suite or something to that effect down there, because, or just a, a, you know, an awesome master bedroom suite, uh, because it's a good size. You could put a kitchen down there, too. So that's $425,000, and that's in Johnston, Rhode Island. Another ranch home, uh, three bedrooms, two baths. This is in Cumberland, Rhode Island. Uh, this is priced at it's a, you know, a great neighborhood. Uh, $549,000. And um, 
opportunity again. It's got a big circular driveway, side driveway, two-car garage. You can fit another four to six cars in that driveway as well. So it's great for entertaining corner lot. Um, awesome, awesome property. And then, of course, I have a nice uh, mixed-use commercial property in Providence on Douglas Avenue in Providence. Um, this is priced at $679,000. It's a solid property. has hurricane-proof windows, full basement, off-street parking. The property is it's really it's built solidly. It was re, completely redone about 15 years ago, um, so it's in good shape. It's not one of those properties that's uh, from, you know, 1950s when you go inside. This one, um, and, it's, and it's performing, okay? It has tenants on the first commercial tenant first floor and then two residential tenants on the second and third floor um so that's a great property too if you're looking for a mixed use property um you know we uh, there are special financing that's available for properties like this you just have to give me a call uh my number 401-409-5030 um and or you can text me at that number as well 401-409-5030 and then um we also have um, another house coming on the market. This is a property in northern Rhode Island. It's not on the market yet, but if you're looking for uh, a nice uh, smallish, you know, not a big home, it's a nice step-down home or a first home, you know, good home for a first-time buyer, uh, we have this coming on the market as well. So just give me a call at 401-409-5030. Now, I have some buyers that are looking for homes, uh, I have a buyer that's looking in the Cranston, Warwick, Coventry, West Warwick area for a ranch. Three beds, two full baths, not a small ranch, probably, you know, a, a good-sized ranch that does not need any updating. This is a cash buyer. They're very serious. And um, if you have anything or, or you know of something that uh, may be available, please reach out. Give me a call, 401-409-5030 to let me know about that. Obviously, I've checked everything that's on the market, and there's nothing that fits at this point. Um, I have another buyer that is looking for a um, small, well, not small, but a uh, $400,000 to $450,000 single-family home in northern Rhode Island, okay? They are kind of uh, particular with what they're looking for, so there's nothing on the market that they find attractive. Um, and then I have uh, another buyer. If you know of someone that's going to be ready to put their home on the market in 2024, I have a buyer who is going to be ready to buy around March. Okay, uh, they're going to be getting married, so the execution time is March, so we're going to really start looking in earnest uh, right after the holidays. Okay, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 on the AM dial. You can also check us out on Facebook Live, WNRI.com, and, of course, Spotify. Just look for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank, 401-241-9676. GMETS Moving and Storage. George Metz and his team have been moving homes and people in and out of those homes uh, for generations, literally. Uh, go to GMETSMovingAndStorage.com and they will, <clears throat> you can book your website, actually, you can book your move on their website or they can reach out to you and you can schedule a time for them to come out to your home and give you a written quote. 
That's gmetsmovinginstorage.com. Vern Rainville is uh, a public insurance adjuster, and he works for you, the property owner. Okay? Um, he works for you, the property owner. So if you have a possible insurance claim that's less than two years old, give him a call, 484 3095 484-300-8495. And he'll let you know because he will help you get all that you are entitled to based on your premium. Excuse me, based on your policy. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. And, of course, Beacon Title and Escrow, the go-to closing and title attorneys for Joe Luca Real Estate. Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. Anthony Betancourt is the managing partner. They do a fantastic job uh, taking care of our clients, answering all of their questions. And what I love about them is, you know, it's not a 20-minute closing when you go to Beacon Title. It takes an hour. And the reason it takes an hour is because... They go through the entire process, page by page, for the consumer, for the client, so that you don't have any questions about what you're initialing and what you're signing, okay? I've gone to closings before where we've had attorneys or paralegals, whoever's conducting the closing, move things along so quickly that it's tough for me to follow it. It's tough for me to follow it. And I've literally, I've been to hundreds upon hundreds of closings. And they just flip these pages over. Initial here, sign here, do this, do that. That's not the case with Beacon Title and Escrow. Anthony does an unbelievable job of explaining everything in a very easy to understand manner. He asks questions so that he knows you understand. This is one of the largest financial transactions of your life. So you should understand what's going on. And that's one of the things I try to do is I provide information to my clients, especially people that are buying a home, because, you know, the average person literally, this is based on research by NAR, the National Association of Realtors, asks more questions when buying a sofa at a big box store than they do when buying a home. So by providing information to my clients, I provide answers to questions they may not know to ask or they may be too embarrassed to ask because everyone's like, well, I don't want to ask a stupid question, but I just say, you know what, there is no stupid question. So ask, and if you forget the answer, ask again. Because I don't want you to have any reservations when you get to the closing table. You'll be confident in what decision you made to buy or sell your home. Okay? So, that's why I love Beacon Title and Escrow. Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson do such a phenomenal job. And, of course, we have Don Miller, as I said earlier, the principal lender at North Point Bank. Uh, he does an awesome job taking care of clients all through the process whether they're ready to buy a home now or they need six months or a year to get everything taken care of um don is the guy 401-241-9676 that's don miller the principal lender at north point bank okay folks it's about 16 minutes before the hour
and um, want to talk a little bit about what you should be doing during this time of, as I referred to it earlier, a time of uncertainty where people aren't sure if they should buy a home now. If you're not comfortable starting the process, getting involved in buying a home, what you should be doing, or selling a home, what you should be doing is preparing yourself so that you will be ready to buy a home. Or if you are ready, things that you can do to increase your credit attractiveness so that you can receive the lowest interest rate possible. If you're not sure how to do that, give me a call. I can give you some suggestions. Again, we work with credit repair people, great lenders like Don Miller. Uh, my number, 401-409-5030. That's Joe Luca, REMAX Preferred, 401-409-5030. And I'll answer any questions you have as to what you can do to start the process just to improve your um, your credit profile so that you can receive the lowest interest rate on your mortgage possible. Because again, if we can do little things by starting early so that you can receive an interest rate that's 0.15, 0.25 or more percent lower, that's going to save you a lot of money over the term of your loan. If you're thinking about, well, at some point, I you know, the kids are going to be out of the house or my kids are getting married or whatever the situation is and you're going to have to sell your house or the home is too big or the stairs are getting too tough. You may not want to just put it on the market now. That's fine. We can wait. We can start the preparation process. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. We do not want you to do that. Okay? So, what do you do? Well, the first thing you want to do is give me a call, 401-409-5030. You can text me at that number. If you text me your email address, I'll email you information, things you can do to start the ball rolling. Some of these things may cost money. Some of these things may cost less than you think. Many times people ask, Joe, should I do this? Should I do that? Do we need to put a new roof on the house? Well, if it's not leaking, you probably shouldn't put a new roof on the house. Even though putting a new roof on the house, <coughs> excuse me, is one of three things that increase the value of the house more than anything else. If you don't have to spend the money and you're not being advised by yours truly or another realtor, <coughs> excuse me, I've got some dust in my throat. You don't have to do that. You don't need to put a new kitchen in your home. Because again, if you spend $10,000 on your new kitchen, most of the time it's not going to increase the value of your home more than 10000 bucks. Now, if you want to put, upgrade your kitchen because you're not going to sell the house for two years and you want a new kitchen, that's a different story. If you need to upgrade your kitchen because the cabinets are falling off the wall, that's a different story. Assuming that everything is functional and usable, it's not always advisable to spend the money making those repairs, those upgrades on your home. Now, what I do suggest is that you may want to consider getting a home inspection. 
Now, if you're not going to be putting your home on the market in the next month or two, don't get a home inspection yet. Call me at 401-409-5030. I can give you some things that you should take a look at and should take care of. But if you do a home inspection a month or so before the property goes on the market, then then that can be used as a marketing tool for buyers. It can be used to basically say, hey, the seller has a home inspection that was recently completed and we can share that with you and show you the seller took care of everything that the home inspection recommended. So that might be something worth spending the money on but the timing, you don't want to do it too soon because if you do it six months before you put the house on the market, it won't have much value. <clears throat> okay? It won't have much value. So, other things that don't cost a lot of money, take some time. Landscaping. The exterior. If the... You know, I was driving through a neighborhood the other day and a lot of the houses had vinyl siding and there was, uh, you know, kind of like that moss that grows on the vinyl siding, that um, vegetative growth. You want to try and get that off. You know, there are chemicals you can use. I don't necessarily advocate for using chemicals. Try using a power washer with just wash water. There is also, actually not a power washer, a, on vinyl siding, you would, and most siding, you want to use a soft wash or maybe with a brush to get that off. If you use a power washer on vinyl siding, you could put holes in your vinyl siding. So do not use a power washer uh, unless you're talking working with a professional. Because a power washer, if it has one or 2,000 pounds per square inch, that will damage your siding. It will also damage your wood siding. Um, so you don't want to do that. So you need to be very careful. But uh, you want to do something to remove any vegetative growth that's on the side of your home. You want to clear away branches, shrubs that are growing close up against the house. You want to have at least one to two feet of space between the shrubs and your foundation. And the reason you want to do that is so that you don't have unnecessary moisture up against the house. So that you don't have in the winter months critters living in there. Maybe the, the leaves get piled up in, you know, between the shrubs in the house. Um, you know, there'll be snow that's caked up in there. Um, and that, that can be a perfect uh, place for a little critter to set up a home. Okay. Uh, other things you can do, simple things, you know, edge your lawn. Even if it's the winter, get an edge or edge your lawn. So when you're walking down the walk or the sidewalks with the curbs or the driveway, you have a nice straight edge. That's very impressive. Because, again, most people, they, either they drive by your home or normally they see it on a portable digital device like a mobile phone, like a smartphone. And they're looking at a picture that's about one inch by one inch or two by two, depending on the screen size. So you need the image to be as clean as possible. Okay? As clean as possible. So, these are things that you can do that will greatly approve the attractiveness of your home. If you have the ability, the skill, or the budget, seal coat your driveway. 
fill in the cracks in the driveway and the asphalt. These are things that really make the house pop. Keep your lawn in good shape. Keep it green as long as possible into the winter season. Keep the shrubs trim and maintained. Any trees that are uh, have branches hanging over the, uh, you know, rubbing up against the house or hanging over the roof, you may want to hire a professional to have those taken care of. These are things that a home inspector will point out. And while it's not a reason to, um, for someone to back out of a, a sale, it is something if, you know, a home inspector has 75 things and they're all little things that you could have taken care of. Sometimes an inexperienced buyer and with an inexperienced agent who maybe didn't prepare the buyer for uh, what the home inspection does, um, that could be a little overwhelming. Okay? That could be a little overwhelming. So if you have questions on any of those items, again, don't hesitate to give me a call. 401-409-5030. And you can text me at that number, too, 401-409-5030. And I'll get back to you uh, ASAP. Okay. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial, WNRI.com, Facebook Live, Spotify. You can also catch us on those uh, locations as well. And um, I want to thank our sponsors, of course, Rich Nicholson and Anthony Betancourt, Beacon, Title, and Escrow. George Metz at GMetz Moving and Storage. Check out GMetzMovingAndStorage.com. Don Miller, the principal lender, 401-241-9676. And Vern Rainville, he is a public insurance adjuster. And I'll tell you, he's a public insurance adjuster extraordinaire. 484-300-8495. Um, you can give him a call. If you think you have a claim, he can ask you questions to determine if it's legitimate or not. Because many times you think, I had a question on a, um, for a client. I called him up. I said, Vern, do you think this person has a claim here? Will the insurance? No, Joe, they won't. They're not going to pay for something like that. Okay. Got the answer ahead of time. But if it's a maybe or a yes, it would pay for that. He's the guy to, to talk to. He's the guy to talk to. 484-300-8495. We have about five minutes left in the show. If you have any questions and you want to give me a call, 401-769-0600. Uh, Johnny will pick up the phone and then uh, you can, he can put you through. But um, if you have any questions on you know what's going on in the market earlier, we had some of our questions about something he heard on uh, one of the business shows, uh, you know, TV shows, stock market shows. And just a little bit of a, a caution, um, because if you're watching a show on a business channel and they talk about stocks and then they're starting to offer advice or make suggestions about real estate or home ownership Tap the brakes, they're outside of their wheelhouse. They know the stock business. They should talk about stocks, bonds, etc. I know real estate. I don't talk about the stock business. 
Now, I may not always have good news. I, you know, one of the things I pride myself on is I try to be, not I try to be, I'm honest and I will give you information that you may not want to hear, but it's going to be honest information. Okay? Um, you tell me that, you know, there's something you want to do and you handle it this way. Okay. You're the boss. It's your property. It's your transaction. But if you ask me a question and what I think, I'm going to give you the answer that will make it more likely for you to achieve your goal, to add value to the transaction. Okay? To add value to the transaction. If you have any questions, please call me or text 401-409-5030. And again, this is Joe Luke. I work at REMAX Preferred in North Providence. Licensed in Rhode Island and Mass, working with buyers and sellers. Um, so if you know anyone who's looking to sell their home or they're not sure if they should sell their home, have them give me a call, 401-409-5030, and I'll give them an honest answer. You know, yes, I, I want to list homes to sell them, but if it doesn't make sense for you to sell your home now or maybe not at all, I'll let you know. You know, that's, I'll let you know. Okay. So, folks, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, I appreciate everyone listening to everything I had to say about the, the, the Rhode Island Go Global Business Conference uh, that we have uh, in Providence yesterday, today, and tomorrow at the um, Omni Hotel, formerly known as the Weston Hotel. So I appreciate everyone giving me their time to listen to that and then for tuning in today and every week because we have a lot of regular listen listeners who tune in religiously. And uh, I really, really appreciate that. Um, if you have any questions, again, Joe Luca, Realtor, Remax, 401-409-5030. We will be back next Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye-bye. WNRI One Socket.